Hey there, and welcome back to the Words With Me podcast. My name is Carson Bush. I'm an engineer, a millennial, and I'm finding my footing while becoming the highest version of myself. I hope you've been doing well, and I'm so happy that you're here. If you're listening, this is when I'm originally posting this. Um, we're a few weeks into January, into the new year, and I can say that it's been going well for me. Just a quick reminder, you know, make sure that you're giving yourself grace and patience and understanding because we are just in the first few weeks of the year. So if you haven't hit all of your goals, don't worry. There's still time to reach them and you still have more opportunity to grow and to learn. So no stress. But one update is that I'm older now. Um, If you didn't already know me and my twin, we celebrated our birthday at the beginning of the month. And if you followed the blog and read the latest post, you already know that I've done some reflecting. We had a really great time and we treated ourselves to a nice birthday dinner, had some nice lobster and seafood and everything like that with a beautiful view. I would definitely recommend. Um, But we went to Orange Hill Restaurant in Orange and it was great. Um, But it was different because we haven't always done things by ourselves when it comes to celebrating our birthdays for, you know, a lot of reasons. Either we didn't have a car, we didn't drive ourselves somewhere, or we just didn't make the time. But we haven't always made a big deal out of our birthdays. And I can attest that the older I get, the more my birthdays kind of feel like regular days. But it's still important to make the most out of your day. I mean, it's your birthday, so literally why not? And whether or not you actively celebrate birthdays, you can still find at least one time in the year to celebrate yourself. I wanted to talk about today's topic because really the older I've gotten, the more empowered I've felt to celebrate myself and really to lead into the fullness of who I am as a person. I think in the past year, I owe a lot of that to just therapy and the work that I've been doing for myself to grow my confidence and my trust in myself. And I think one thing we have to do before we can really celebrate all of who we are is just to get to know ourselves and spend time understanding what we like and what we appreciate. It's kind of like that saying, how can you expect anyone to love you if you don't love yourself first? Now, there's a lot of ways to look at that. We're all deserving of love, whether we know it or not. I do think there is something to say about wanting other people to show up for you. And when you don't really know how to show up for yourself, it can become an issue. I can think of experiences I've had with other people who might have been grieving or going through a tough time, and they experienced their own frustration because they felt like other people weren't showing up for them in the ways that they really needed them to. And on the flip side, they also weren't making their needs known. And obviously we all grieve differently And we all have needs that need to be fulfilled outside of grief. And I think sometimes we don't always do the best job of making those things known to other people. And unfortunately, nobody can read our minds. It would make life a lot easier, but in a lot of ways, it'd probably make it a lot tougher too. And sometimes we need to be vocal about what we need from others and how we'd like other people to show up for us. Closed mouths don't get fed after all. And... The same can be said about articulating the things that we need. It's been difficult to celebrate myself in the past for a lot of reasons kind of related to those, but, you know, different ones too. Growing up, I always wanted a huge celebration on my birthdays, and a part of that was comparison, if I'm being honest, and seeing other people have things I felt 
that I should have or just things that I wanted. And there's another part of me that felt nervous about having all the attention on me because I wasn't even used to having that much attention myself. And saying that out loud is weird, you know, it kind of feels some type of way, but we all are feeling our feelings over here and being honest with ourselves. There was a whole mix of feelings and emotions that I was experiencing, but I think I can boil it down to one thing. We all want to feel like we're loved, appreciated, and wanted. I think that's universally true. And I personally had a problem being vocal and honest about those things. And I didn't always have the words to say. I've talked about it before, but I experienced a lot of anxiety growing up. And sometimes that anxiety can keep your mouth shut. It can keep you from saying the things that you need to say. And it's, it's not helpful, especially when you're trying to be honest about what you really need from people in your life. And I was in my own head way too much, and it clearly didn't help me in any way. I knew that I wanted and needed more, but I didn't know how to say it. It's comforting to know that I'm not the only person that has felt that way or feels that way from time to time. Having tough and awkward conversations can be really weird, it requires you to show up in a different way and maybe to be more bold and to be more brave and courageous. And even recently, I had to have a tough conversation about a misunderstanding. And there was a lot of anxiety that I had built up around that situation. But in the end, after having that conversation, everything was fine. And I didn't have to worry about being honest. It can be hard, but it's important to know that the people who really care and want you to be better will make the space for you to have those conversations, even if it takes you a few hours or maybe even a few days to work up to it. There has been so much that I've learned about myself and about life and people in the past year, and I feel like I'm starting to outgrow those old versions of myself and leave them behind as best as I can. And that includes leaving behind habits that don't serve me anymore, growing out of things that were comfortable for me, but aren't necessarily the best for me. It's really a process. And if you find yourself in a similar position where you want to change and outgrow those old versions of yourself, just remember that change doesn't have to happen overnight. And we're thinking about changes within ourselves. And those can be some of the hardest ones to come about. I mean, think about it. If you're in this part of your life, you're overcoming old habits, you're trying to create new routines, challenging yourself to be and to do the best that you can and letting go of what doesn't serve you. And that's a lot. The last thing we need to do is burn ourselves out trying to become perfect. Nobody needs that and nobody's perfect. I can tell that I've gotten a lot surer of myself and I feel like I can stick up for myself more. And really, that's just um, asserting my boundaries and letting them actually be known, being open and honest in conversations I have with people, and challenging myself to do new things and to grow out of my comfort zone. It's a new chapter, and I think having a birthday at the beginning of the year is great. Number one, because you kind of start the year off with a bang, you have a great time, and the rest of the year after should be great. And it helps because you're entering a new chapter in your life at that time. And going forward, I still have to dedicate myself to becoming and growing and changing like I have been. And 
on a personal note, I think going into this birthday because you're entering into the side of late 20s, um, it can be really nerve wracking. And something that I've talked about in my quarter life crisis episode is that for people my age, people who are in their mid to late 20s, who are going into the early 30s, there's this pressure of having things figured out. And I think figuring things out, it's still a part of the process and you're still growing and changing so much and you don't have to have it all figured out. And that's a reminder for you, but also a reminder for me as I'm going into my late 20s. And hopefully in this chapter, there'll be more lessons learned and more insights that I can provide with you all to help if you're going through the same thing. But enough about me, let's get to some tips and advice. So why is it so hard for us to outgrow old versions of ourselves? And how can we get to that point? Let's talk about it. As I've already mentioned, we're always changing. And the fact is that we don't know who we're going to be in the next month let alone the next year. We have some routines that are being established and habits that we're forming, and we may not know a life without some of the old things that we held on to. And change can be a scary thing, and there has to be some motivation or even a simple reason why we want to start changing in the first place. Dedicating ourselves to changing for the better requires a lot of work, and even in building new small habits, there's still a need to grow out of comfort zones and get a little bit uncomfortable. So I found this article from Psychology Today called Eight Reasons Why It's So Hard to Really Change Your Behavior. And I'll link that in the show notes so we can all read that. Um, And I'm paraphrasing, but some of the reasons why it's hard to change behavior is because we're relying on negative emotion to motivate us to change. We're not being specific enough about our actions and we're trying to bite off more than we can chew at once. We don't have enough tools to support us, or we're not relying on the tools that we have to support us. We're trying to change too much at one time, and we're not really making a full commitment to that change. Ultimately, if we want to change, we don't need to beat ourselves up to get there. And I don't know about you, but I don't feel very motivated when someone feels the need to give insults or just be harsh to get me to change. Sure, tough love is a thing, but it's not the most effective, especially when we're trying to help ourselves. And we all have different ways of communicating with people. And I know for myself, I take a more gentler approach in different situations. And it would make sense to me that I would need to speak to myself in the same way. Whatever works for you is fine, but don't be mean to yourself because it literally does nothing for you. When it comes to making changes, it's easy to get caught in the trap of wanting to change everything overnight. It's like when you're starting a new year and you're getting on your resolutions and you have this just burst of energy and this drive to just get everything right. But sometimes that drive and motivation, while it's good intention, it can lead us down a path where we might not be making the full commitment or actually be in a position where we can sustain the changes that we're trying to make. And if we don't take the time to sit down and think through what we want to change, how we want to change and what we're going to do to change those things, we may end up running into something really just unprepared. We end up running into battles without plans. And this reminds me of an analysis paralysis where 
we're thinking and taking in so much information that we end up doing nothing. It's overwhelming and there has to be some kind of breakdown. Like I said in the last episode, I deal much better with small changes and taking bite-sized chunks out of things. Some of the tools that have helped me include making to-do lists for myself, using a planner, keeping track of my progress, and checking in with myself. I try doing some sort of check-in at least once a month or whenever just pops up into my head just to see where I am and if I need to make some changes, if I need to adjust some of my goals. And I've said it before, but I don't look at my year in quartiles just because I don't like to put too much pressure on myself to hit certain markers or certain goals, you know, by a prescribed time. And it's the same thing with change and outgrowing old versions of myself. And when it comes to goal setting, I know we all have different approaches. And again, bite-sized goals work best for me. I do like having some direction or a timeline, but I don't try to put too many finish lines in my life just for me. But if that works for you, then that's perfect. If we want to change, we can't give up on ourselves or the promises that we make to ourselves. We have to stay committed to the things that are important to us and remind ourselves that we can do it. And I find myself having to remind myself a little bit myself a lot, but it's important because we have to be our biggest cheerleaders and not our biggest critics. And we're worthy of the change. We deserve to see ourselves change for the better, and we can do it if we make the commitment, use our tools, and ask for support from the people around us. And I would say asking for support and just being honest is really real, especially if you are more introverted or maybe you do experience some anxiety. Asking for help can feel like the end of the world. Um, I, for one, even in work, have had experiences where I was nervous about asking a question because I didn't want to look incompetent, but also just worrying about what the other person might think, you know, oh, if I ask this question, they might think I don't know what I'm doing, or they might think that I'm confused. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, if you're asking a question, chances are you might be confused, or you might not know something. And it's okay, because we have to learn. But we also have to open ourselves up and be vulnerable, especially when it comes to asking for things that we need or asking for support. I'm sure most of us know by now that the only constant is change and change is inevitable. And something else I wanted to touch on is that when it comes to change, what I've realized is that sometimes fear of the unknown keeps me from actually going through with the changes I need to make. And I'm planning on making an episode about fear and limiting beliefs since we touched on it before, but we haven't really done a full deep dive into that topic. But for me, I know when my anxiety is creeping up, when fear and doubt is creeping up, and I have to take it upon myself to stop when I see that that's happening, to actually feel the feeling, understand where it's coming from, and to make the changes that I need to keep going forward. Because at the end of the day, we all want to change for the better. We all want to be better, but we can't allow fear to hold us back or keep us from becoming who we want to. But hopefully that helps. And just remember to be patient with yourself. Change can be scary. And there's nothing wrong with admitting that and with saying it out loud. So those were my thoughts on celebrating yourself, outgrowing old versions of yourself, and making changes in your life. 
And if you don't take anything else away from this episode, remember that you're capable and it's okay to take your time and be patient with yourself. Progress is progress. And you should be proud of the things that you've done to better yourself so far and become the person that you are today. So here are affirmations for this episode. I am capable of changing for the better. I'm not afraid to let my needs be known and I accept help and support freely. Change can be hard, but I'm ready to make this commitment to myself. I am proud of myself for outgrowing old versions of myself and I'm ready to enter a new chapter in my life. So that's it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it to the end, thank you for sticking around and for being here. Let me know what you think about this topic and any of the topics you want to hear in the future. What are some changes that you're trying to make and how do you plan on seeing those changes through? And let me know what's been the hardest for you when it comes to making those changes because I'm sure we're all in the same position, the same boat, and it'd be helpful just to get other people's perspectives so we all know that we're not alone. So you can leave a voice message with the link included in the show notes, or you can reach out to me on my Instagram. The podcast Instagram is at words with me podcast or my personal Instagram at Carson Ashley Bush. And don't forget to leave a review, share this um, and rate the podcast. Share it with someone that you think could benefit from this episode. So thanks again. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye.